Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Second Dose Monday. <laughs> is that what we're going with? I like it. Okay. I don't know. I mean, so far, the provincial system is holding up okay, but as of 8 o'clock this morning... Uh, two very large groups open up to book their second dose vaccination. They're speeding things up in the Delta variant hotspots. So that's Halton, Peel, Porcupine, Toronto, Waterloo, Wellington, Dufferin, Guelph, and York. If you got your shot before May the 9th and you live in any of those areas, you can book an accelerated second dose shot. And I'm really happy today for the AstraZeneca users. Remember back when we said the best shot is the first shot you can get? The first one offered to you is the one you should take? That shit? And then once we had all those people that did the right thing and got AstraZeneca, then we turned around and screwed them and and wouldn't move up the dosing interval. Even though we've stopped giving out AstraZeneca as a first dose, it's only a second. I don't know why we wouldn't have done this sooner like all the other provinces did. But Saturday, I guess when, when Doug was sick and tired of getting shit on... Finally said, okay, fine. We're going to move it up. Instead of 12 weeks in between doses, we'll go to eight weeks. So if you are an AstraZeneca recipient, you too can book a second shot as of today. But they're letting you mix and match. If you got AstraZeneca as your first vaccine, now you can book Pfizer or Moderna as your second shot. I know that the... The doctors say, oh, it's fine. And Nassie, who's never changed their mind or given bad advice, they say, oh, it's fine. I don't know if it's fine. I mean, I'm not a doctor, full disclosure. I have no idea if this is safe or not, but it's mixing two different types of vaccines. I mean, I could mix a a beautiful little white sauce from pasta with a tomato sauce. And and in theory, it should come out rosé, but I don't know if it's really going to be that good. Hey, man, sometimes I have a body ache and headache all at the same time, and I mix myself some a little Tylenol Advil concoction, and I feel just great. So, (laughs) again, we leave it up to the people who do these things for a living and are trained and medical professionals, and that's what they've decided, and that's good. I actually saw a couple of people on my news feed today that went for their shot, their second dose, and they decided to go with a different one. They decided to go with the Pfizer instead of the AZ. And hey, you have you have the option and you you know or you should know and inform yourself on all of the facts that are there for you and decide for yourself. It's fine. Okay, so just let's walk through this process real quick here. So you've got the the one vaccine in you, the AstraZeneca, which is one type, the vector virus one or whatever it's called. Then as your second dose, you can get the mRNA. But we know for the mRNA to be effective, you need two doses. So does that mean that if you're going from AstraZeneca to Pfizer or Moderna, that you're likely eventually going to need to get a second dose of Pfizer or Moderna? That's a question I don't know the answer to uh, officially. I don't know either. But to be honest with you, we also don't know the answer to if I have my second Pfizer coming up in September, do I have to go back again for another shot a year from now? We also don't have the answer to that yet. Yeah, it's so many unanswered questions and they're talking about informed consent but they're not giving us all the information yeah and maybe they don't even have it yet i don't know that's the thing is this isn't a blame game thing this is happening in real time we are living it as it happens and they are learning 
as they go, I mean the medical professionals when I say they, everybody who is has been dealing with vaccines and, and is very well trained and many years of schooling for this, they're learning as they go too. But the thing is they do have a background and an understanding of how it works. So I do trust them. That's all well, we have. Don't forget, that is all we have. So if we want to be part of the solution and not the problem, we go with what they they say or what we feel is best for us, too, of course. If, and if you don't want to get it still and you're still a little hesitant, you're not alone. Oh, there's a lot of people that are yeah. hesitant. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know what? I agree with everything you said. In fact, I tend to trust my doctor or a pharmacist way, way, way more than I trust uh, Doug and Christine and the people at NASI. Because, like you said, we're we're going in real time here. And for them to say approved and for them to say safe, I would hope that they have that information. But the truth is, we really don't know a lot of different things. Or if we do, they're not being all that forthcoming with that information. So um, uh, for what it's worth, they say it's okay to mix vaccines if you want to do it. If you want to get a second shot of AstraZeneca, you can go ahead and get that or you can switch it up. But either way, the booking system thus far hasn't crashed. I I was able to get mine this morning when I woke up because I live in a Delta variant hotspot. So I woke up this morning. I'm having a pee. And then I realized, oh, shit, I'm eligible. So I opened up the uh, the vaccine booking portal and I got my second shot booked for next Wednesday. Oh, nice. But I, I have to go at 10 o'clock at night. Uh, uh, okay, so that's kind of one of those things. That's that's a good thing that you're getting it, but you can't be you can't be picky choosy, Scott. No, I know, and 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 I'll take the first appointment that's available, and that's yeah. all well and good. Uh, my point being that ten o'clock at night for me is like two a.m. Yeah. for a lot of other people. Oh yeah, we if go to I, bed pretty early. <laughs> if that was me, I, I know I I know exactly what you mean because if that was me, I'd be like. <gasps> Oh, really? Now I have to stay awake until that time? Like, How am I going to do this? Booze. Do I, do I oh, like, no, no, bad idea. <laughs> no, can't do that. Do Give I, me some liquor. Do I sleep for like two hours and then wake myself up at, at like 9.30, go to my appointment, try to go back to sleep? <laughs> Ridiculous. You had a great weekend, I can see. I was seeing the pictures of your daughter's birthday party. I did. I did back-to-back birthday parties, and the the step one uh, came just in time for us to be able to do these things, um, for the most part, legally and to the T to the of what we were allowed to do. So that was great. So that said, though, I had so much running around to do this weekend for those parties. So on Saturday morning, um, woke up did the breakfast with the kids and then thought, oh, you know what? We're missing a couple of things here. I'm just going to go pick some stuff up just in case. So my plan was just to go essential shopping to the grocery store. But I was by myself, okay? Do you know, that doesn't happen, Scott. I don't just drive around by myself on a Saturday morning. It doesn't happen. Was so, it weird? Do you like pre-record the kids so you can play it in the car no, no, when no, you're alone? No. no, I was good with it. I got to pick my... I didn't have to listen to Coco Melon, no Paw Patrol fucking theme songs. I didn't have to listen to the Frozen fucking soundtrack for the 50th time. I was happy... I was listening to us, actually. <laughs> nice. I was listening to uh, the Beat Brunch uh, on our FM morning show. So anyway, so I'm doing my thing, and I'm about to head out to uh, Farm Boy. And I leave Farm Boy, and I'm passing by a plaza that has a Home Sense and a Marshalls. But I actually thought it was too early anyway, because I was going to, I'm just like, I'm going to duck in here and see how crazy the line is, right? Because it hasn't opened yet. Well, I drive by. The doors were open. I see people outside counting people as they come in. And I'm only, I'm noticing like only like five or six people in line. Like, holy shit. 
So I parked my car as quickly as humanly possible, and I ran into that line, like, (laughs) fast as you can imagine. There were people, I'm not kidding you when I say I turned around after I went in line, and there were already, like, three or four people trying to book it behind me in that line already. It was insanity, but I got in. I got in one of the first people through the door, and it it was like, it was magic. It was magic. So you had a whole store to yourself? You and the I mean, other 15, 15 people in the store? 15%, <laughs> right? So 15% yeah. of us got to enjoy the store. And I always thought, you know, my first non-essential trip, I'll try to be as quick as possible, especially if there's a lineup, you know, try to be respectful. Then I got in there, Scott, and I've said, fuck that. Like, <laughs> I I'm, I got here, I'm in. <laughs> what a weird thing to take a stance on. Fuck that. No, I'm you know taking what? my time. <laughs> you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to take my time. And fuck I, those people in line. They can wait like I had to. <laughs> fuck them all. I felt shit. I smelled shit. I lingered longer than I needed to in some sections. I perused aisles that I knew I didn't need to buy things in or want to buy things in, but just because I could. I, I looked up. I looked at dog dishes. Uh, do I need a dog dish right now? No, but I was there and it was there and I was allowed to buy it. So I looked at it. You know, one of those annoying people. But no, it was, I mean, it was, it was pretty great to, to, to do it. And I, I wasn't expecting to do it this weekend. I think even on the podcast on Friday, I said, no, 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 I'm good. But anyway, I happened to be in the right place at the right time. And I did purchase some items for myself. I think mostly for myself. And when I left the store with a big bag, I looked down, it was like, there had to be 60 people in line, maybe more. And it stretched all the way through this plaza. And I thought, ah, fucking right. I did it. Well, uh, I'm impressed, Kat. And you baked yourself a cake this yeah, weekend, so, too? So with those parties, yeah, I I got this big, beautiful uh, balloon art piece is what I'll call it because it's it was insane. And uh, I thought, okay, so if I'm going to spend some money on that for my daughter who wanted a unicorn theme for her birthday party, I'm going to make the cake myself. So I asked my daughter, what kind of cake do you want? And she said, sprinkles and unicorn. That's what I want. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Unicorn cake with sprinkles. Like shit. So thank God for Pinterest. I actually found one that looked like attainable. You know what I mean? Because there's those ones that you see that like La Casa Dolce makes. You know, those incredible. Mm -hmm. Like they're insane, by the way. So I'm like, okay. So I know I can't be of La Casa Dolce. I can't go that high on the bar. I know it's going to be middle road here at best. So anyway, I came across one that I I thought I could do that. And I, I winged it. Like the whole top, I found these wafer flowers. I dyed them myself. Like I spray... I spray dyed these flowers, her favorite colors, and I put them on the cake. I got the unicorn horn with the, I made it with a waffle cone, dipped it in chocolate, added sprinkles, purple icing. I made a cake and it actually resembled a unicorn. I was super impressed with myself. It resembled a unicorn. Well, I mean, it, well, I mean it was a little horsey, but there was something that I stuck in the top. It looked like a horn. It, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a unicorn. I mean, I think if you ask most people what that is, they go, yeah, that's a unicorn. Yes, thank you. Like, that's all I wanted was to for it to resemble it. Anyway, she was very happy. Back-to-back birthday parties. I'm so glad we got to have it. It was nice to have a bunch of people over. Like, I can actually say a bunch. There were a bunch of people over at my house. We hosted a party. It was a really good time. And, uh, yeah, she had a fabulous It's actually her birthday today, so the celebrations continue. But it was a, it was a great weekend. It flew by so fast, though. It really did. The, 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 when the weather's nice, don't you find the weekends just disappear? Oh, it just flies by. It's way, way, way too short. But again, 
we need to re-examine the four-day work week I, in Canada. I agree with you. I'm trying to picture what domesticized cats like. Normally when I see you, it's, I don't know, at least one drink in your hand, having a good time, shooting the shit, talking a little sports or a little entertainment or whatever. It's weird to picture you with like an apron on baking a cake. I didn't wear. See, and that's the thing. Go ahead. You know what? I'm going to pretend I I don't even fucking own an apron. I don't own an apron. <laughs> you, I didn't have a mixer. I did that by hand because I don't want, like, that's too much work. I'm not going to buy a mixer for it. And I certainly don't want to take up any room in my kitchen because I'm not going to bake cakes. That's not what I'm going to do. So I, I hand mixed it. Now, did you have any cake left over? No, I, I actually divvied it all out and sent it home with everybody. Oh, because you know what you could have done with some cake that was left over? <laughs> sent it right to your house for your next <laughs> for your next fun night? I, I was going to recommend that you and your husband could try something, but right. I mean, that's fine. I mean, you right. can just chuck it or give it away. That's good, too. Kate, if I did that to a unicorn cake, Scott, like that's the lowest of the low. My four-year-old's <laughs> birthday cake, you want me to sit in it? Jesus Christ, that's fucked up. There I mean, are some listen, moral lines that we shouldn't cross. You said some fucked up shit in your life, but this is by far the most fucked up. Mommy, what's the other cake for? It's for my ass. <laughs> it's for daddy. Mommy's sitting in this shit tonight. By the way, you're going to bed early. <laughs> I better take the waffle cone off of it first, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, by the way... <laughs> One more follow-up from the weekend. Uh, did you have people reaching out to you about that Post Malone rosé? Oh, my. I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I had, got like, four tagged. different people message me. I can't find it. What the fuck? Okay. I don't know. I don't fucking make it. I don't do ordering for the LCBO. Maybe I should, but I can't fucking find it for you. I got tagged in several Instagram stories and a couple of tweets and a couple of Facebook messages from people who actually did find it and giving me a heads up about locations that weren't listed on the LCBO site. Oh, those pricks. They weren't listed on the site, but the locations did have them. Um, one girl went to a location in Cambridge and was like, uh, I'm guessing you guys don't have the Post Malone uh, rosé because I, I didn't see it on the site. And they're like, oh, actually, we just got it. Yep, we just got it in. There's like 50 bottles. What the fuck? So I'm glad that the people who could find it got it. That's great. If you didn't, it'll it'll restock you know it sucks in the beginning you know how these things work especially when it comes to these celebrity endorsed um alcohols of any kind mm-hmm. they're gonna fly off the shelves quick but eventually it will be there and and they'll just stay on the shelves and you'll be able to get it very readily and let's hope that's the case for post malone's maison number nine you know you said something there that had never occurred to me but that's good you said those fuckers at the lcbo and you know just the ones that run the site not the people in the store well when the pandemic is over and if doug ford ever unfucks himself then then we're gonna need a new villain fuck you doug so i'm thinking that maybe the people who run the website at the lcbo should be the next villain that we firmly go after for not doing the right thing maybe they'll be the villain we'll accept some nominations at any time, just DM us. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get to a couple of different things here. First and foremost, let's talk about fetishes. I think I'm fairly up to date, in tune with what's going on in the bedrooms around the world. All the kinky shit that people are up to. I feel like I have a good idea of what's trendy. I had never heard of this one. There's a woman who lives in Ann Arbor, Michigan. 
Her name is Sydney Joe on TikTok. And she makes money posting what she calls stuck videos. What is that? She films herself getting stuck in various different ways and positions. So one time she had her knee stuck between two metal poles in a fence. They had to oil up her leg to get it out. She charges $2 a minute on the platform that she uses to watch her stuck videos. Just people stuck in various shit. Like, I don't know, stick your hand in a peanut butter jar. Oh, fuck, I can't get it out. Film it, put it online, because there's some sick fuck out there that gets off on watching people that are stuck. I don't, I I mean, obvious, I don't, there's going to be a fair amount of people that don't understand that. I, I, no. I'm one of them. I don't, I don't understand it. Well, so she was making a video, another stuck video, where she, apparently she makes big money on this shit. She was using a folding chair, you know, like the ones you might see at uh, like people have them in their basement. They pull them out when people are coming over for dinner. The extra chairs, those foldable ones. Yeah. So she figured, oh, there's a good place to get stuck. I'll film it and make myself more cash. So she climbed into the chair, but somehow she got stuck in it. She says, Actually, no, she doesn't say. The report from the police says she wedged herself into a six-inch space between the bottom of the seat and one of the crossbars that connects the two legs. So the whole chair was stuck around her waist. So for 30 minutes, her fans were watching her try and wiggle her way out of the chair. Like, imagine Houdini tries to do a trick, but the trick isn't working. It's one of these kind of deals. And finally, somebody enters the chat here and, and says the obvious. I think you're going to need some help. Like, you actually seem like you're stuck. Wouldn't you know, she was. She had to call 911. Oh, Firefighters showed up. Jaws of life. The whole fucking nine yards to cut this woman out of her chair. That is That has to be an embarrassing phone call to make. Because they'll probably ask you the question inevitably. What happened? Did you fall into the chair? Did, what happened? You know, how did, did you fall down a set of stairs and then you got stuck? No, I was making a video and I did this to myself on purpose because some people jack off to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what the 911 operator says to that sort of thing. Or the firefighters were probably like, huh, what do we got here? Well, we got ourselves a girl and there's a webcam there. She's clearly making some fetish videos. All right, well, let's cut her out so she can get back to her job. So, apparently... As I learn more about the stuck yeah, fetish, which does nothing for me, by the way. I don't see the okay. appeal of that. She's not even naked, by the way. She's fully clothed, just stuck in different things. Like, like Winnie the Pooh when he sticks his head in the fucking tree. <laughs> you see a fucking raccoon walking down the street with a jug on their head? Like that yeah, kind of thing? Gotcha. That sort of shit. So she says that she knows people who like stuck videos didn't actually like seeing her in trouble. Despite that and the distress that she caused the viewers... She says it was probably the best video she's ever done. I have no point of reference. I just think it's a little fucking weird that there's people out there that like watching other people get stuck in shit. And how hardcore do you go? Like some of those fetishes are pretty extreme. Like, can you get yourself stuck in like, I don't know, like a bear trap or something like that? What are you getting stuck in? Yeah. You think that you'd run out of things around the house to get yourself stuck in. Yeah. I, yeah, is it just, is it your whole body? It's just, is every now and again it's okay just for like a hand? Just a hand getting stuck in something? I, 
I, I, I've, I don't get it. I, so her fans didn't like the fact that she was actually stuck. So at that point, were they just like, had they already came? And then they were like, oh, okay, now I'm concerned? Or are they? <laughs> <laughs> well, I shot my load and she's still in there. I don't know. Is it awkward if I just leave or should I call somebody? <laughs> do, I, do I exit the stream? Like, this is kind of, do I just leave? Is it, okay, well, bye. I'm done. Ooh, I know. A weird. I know you're not finished, but I am. Or, or is it one of those things where, oh, you need to know that they have a way out or you don't get off on it. Like, is it like if you're in the middle of watching a porn, but then your grandma calls? Well, fuck. I'm not, oh, <laughs> I'm not horny yeah. anymore. <laughs> oh. That's a real cock block, isn't it? Like, oh, fuck. How does well, that work? I have so many questions. Maybe you just ask, like, how long does it typically take 911 to respond in Ann Arbor? Because I think I could probably get hard again and give her a round two before you get out of there. Wonder, is that the kind of deal? I, I don't know. And I wonder if it's actually people getting off or if it's that um, some people just get this. It's satisfying. Some people watch pimple popping videos as an example, right? Some so people gross. actually. Yes. And some people, though, Scott, find it so satisfying. So maybe it's the same kind of people that want to watch people come out of these scenarios of being stuck. That They're just. They're satisfying for them. I don't know. Or maybe they do jack off. I really don't know. I really don't know. I'm just trying to figure it out in my mind. Over the weekend, the G7 summit was held over in the United Kingdom. Always interesting when you say the most powerful people in the world assembled in one spot. There was a couple of things about that. First off, I get that we all celebrated the Queen's 95th birthday this weekend, but did we really need to drag her around to so many different engagements? She's 95, guys. <laughs> she had to entertain the G7 leaders, put on a luncheon for them. Mm-hmm. She was going to events where they had the official Queen's birthday cake. And what happened at that was actually kind of interesting and relatable. <laughs> if you've got an old English lady in your life, <laughs> she reminded me so much of my grandmother, God rest her soul. Yeah. <laughs> because you can't tell old people what to do particularly when they are the sitting queen of England. You want to tell this story? Yeah, this is great. So there's a, just picture, it's a massive cake. And we continue to talk about cake once again, but there's this massive cake to help her celebrate her 95th birthday. And Kate Middleton is there. Camilla is also there beside her. So she's walking up to the cake and she happens to have a sword in her hand. So she, she decides. Like all queens should. (laughs) Duh. She decides like, YOLO, right? Like, I'm going to cut this cake with this sword. So in this clip here, you're going to hear Kate Middleton and and Camilla both let her know, like, you know, there's a knife right there. You don't have to use a sword. So take a listen to this. I don't think this is going to work. Two hands. There is a knife there. What? There is a knife. Well, no, there is. <laughs> 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 this is something that is- more unusual. <laughs> I know there is. <laughs> I listen to Kate, but you can fuck off, Camilla. <laughs> I know there's a knife. I'm fuck uh, off. I'm old. I'm not fucking dumb. <laughs> I know what a knife is, and I know <laughs> I have a sword in my hand, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to take this sword and shove it up your ass if you don't shut up. <laughs> I'm only talking to you because my... Son married you, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> it was kind of a patronizing <laughs> comment. I mean, she's standing there with the sword in her hand because the queen still uses the sword from time to time when she's knighting people and she'll 
I don't know, <laughs> bless them or whatever it is she does with it. But anyway, so she had a knife and sure, there was a cake cutting knife there. But why the fuck would you do that if you've got a sword? <laughs> so when Camilla says, you know, there's a knife right there. Fuck off. I want to use a sword <laughs> and I'm 95 and I'm the queen and I'll cut the cake however I fucking well want to cut the cake that's such a senior citizen thing though like that sums up exactly what i would hope would come from her mouth yeah <laughs> like thanks i'm not fucking dumb like i'm 95 <laughs> i've been around the block i know there's a knife right here i want to use a sword <laughs> so the queen was also entertaining the g7 leaders while they were in england the uh the queen had an audience with joe biden and jill biden his wife and she went to meet with the leaders and it's kind of funny because the queen is kind of like, ah, yeah, yeah, this is cool. I'm still the queen, though. I'll always be queen. You're not going to be prime minister or president for very long, just so you know. And and she she put on the spread and all that sort of thing. But again, she's 95. Like, it wouldn't surprise me at all if she wanted dinner at like 4 p.m. Because that's when 95-year-olds like to eat because they mm-hmm. go to bed at like 7. Why are we dragging this poor woman around everywhere on her birthday of all pl- of all days? Right. So she's there, and there's a couple of pictures floating around, observations that came out of it. Uh, A few people are asking the question, again, where's Sophie? Because Justin showed up stag, whereas all the other leaders had their spouses with them. Oh, Justin did not. Sophie did not make the trip. Now, I don't know if there's anything to the rumors that there's an issue there, but one thing I will say is that the last time Sophie went to the UK, she caught COVID, and it was pretty fucking bad. So if she didn't want to go back, I don't really blame her. The last experience wasn't exactly a treat. That's right. In fact, she was the one. I remember that. The last time she made the trip, she she did a round of a couple of events, and she's the one that got Idris Elba sick, wasn't she? Yeah. It was at a Wii event. Yeah, that's right. Wow. So if she didn't go because of that, I totally understand. If she didn't go because she doesn't like her husband, well, I understand that too. Nobody wants to spend time on a plane or overseas trip with somebody they don't like. So whatever it is, that's fine. I don't think people should make a big deal of it. But, you know, the, the people who control the prime minister, Justin Trudeau, they are super, super sensitive to the imagery. They like to make sure everything is perfect. His suits are always perfect well tailored he's always got the the weird socks on and and he's just dressed to the nines at all times but there was one occasion where it was a social gathering for those g7 leaders and their spouses and everybody had a drink in their hand Uh and the reason i noticed it is just because trudeau was drinking a beer and i'm wondering did he ask for a beer or did they say justin it's a photo Drink a beer because Canadians love beer. We need you to look relatable and happy like a good old Canadian boy. Because there was like one mouthful gone out of that beer. Right beside him was UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson, who was like sucking the last of the suds out of the bottom of the glass and asking for a refill. If Justin does like beer, he was nursing that fucker. Okay, so honestly, I if I was in that position, there wouldn't be a lot of occasions where I'd want to drink. I feel like he might be a lightweight. You think so? I don't know. I get that vibe. And if he is, does he want to be checking drinks? Because he said some things sober that are probably questionable. I well, don't this know, is true, too. You know, I don't know if I'd want him drinking alcohol and talking to all of these very powerful world leaders when <laughs> there's these are sensitive times, you know? So <laughs> if anything, as his advisor, I would probably say, you nurse 
the shit out of this one beer all night. You better not drink more than one because I don't know what's going to come out of your mouth. And same thing goes for a lot of those leaders, by the way. I'm not just Trudeau. I'm sure it's the same thing for all of them. They got to be careful. Now, Boris Johnson, I feel like he's he's one of a kind. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care. He's probably double fisting <laughs> it when there was no cameras yeah. around. <laughs> there are some people that are just good at holding their alcohol, too. I don't see him as being one of them. Well, see, and when they put a beer in his hand, I thought to myself, I don't think he asked for that. Like, to me, Justin seems very much like a an apple teeny or a crayon teeny <laughs> kind of guy. But you can tell, like, yeah. Katie, his assistant, they were probably like, get the fucking martini glass out of his hand. People will rip him to shreds right. if he's drinking a crayon teeny. Give him a fucking beer like a normal Canadian boy, and then he can have whatever he wants when the media goes away. Yeah, well, and here's the thing is you bring up the media. Hey, can we talk about that for a second? Because... Why do they need to be there filming them? Is it just for their own? It is all about image. It really is. Because why do we need to have media on all of these leaders talking at a social, at that point, by by the way, business, it wasn't business. They were having a little mingle, right? Like you kind of do at a reception, at a cocktail reception. Why do the cameras need to be on them in that moment anyway? Because it is one of those moments where people get scrutinized hard. You might remember it happened. Well, Donald Trump's one good example. People watched him like a hawk. The way he interacted with people, what he did, his hand gestures. Uh, People try to watch their mouths move and figure out what they're saying. And it happened. (laughs) It's happened, I think, to Trudeau before. But to many other leaders in the past, why don't let's just let them have a cocktail hour without the media there. Why do they need to be up their asses the entire time? Let them have a couple cocktails because I promise you when that media leaves, I'm sure it would be do nothing but better our relations with those nations than having media right in your face scrutinizing every single hand gesture and sneeze that you make during that time. It's it's ridiculous. It's one of the reasons I wouldn't get into politics, I think, is just because eyes are on you constantly. There's constant judgment. Yeah, I mean, I think that the whole point of that photo was to try and humanize them a little bit, not like they're the safe world leaders who can gather socially without masks on while the rest of the world is like locked in their homes. (laughs) Stick some drinks in their hand. Make it seem like they're normal people. That's probably exactly what that was. And, And that's exactly where the Trudeau thing probably came from. No, 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 no. Whatever Justin asks for, hand him a beer. Whatever he wants, say no. Give him a fucking beer. We're going to normalize this. Uh, By the way, you did mention Donald Trump, and I'm going to give a fellow podcaster a plug here, Joe Rogan. (laughs) He posted this on his Instagram the other day. Um, The vice president, Kamala Harris, was in Guatemala encouraging people not to come to America right now because they've got a big problem at their southern border. And then, of course, we all know all the speeches that Donald Trump has given over the years. Somebody cut this together and fuck me. Did I ever laugh? Listen to this. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to (laughs) come. Oh, fuck me. I almost fell off my chair when I saw that. It's Donald's Donald's birthday today. Oh, how old's Don now? I think he's 75 today, actually. Fuck. He's an old 75. You know, there's young 75 and old 75. (laughs) He is rapid. He went from 74 to 85. That's the way Trump looks now. Yeah, he is 75 as of today. Yeah. Uh, How's our time? Do I have time to do a couple of stories for you? Sure. Okay, we're going to go with uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania first. Believe it or not, guys, there's people out there who hate their partner and would love to see them dead. Oh, my God. So this woman... Her name is uh, Claudia. She's 44 years old, lives in Allentown. 
saw an advertisement for a hitman. Hitmen, the real ones, don't typically advertise publicly, guys. This is a scam. <laughs> yeah, I got a flyer to my door. <laughs> Wait, you can kill him in as little as a week? Okay, yeah, sign me up. I hate that fuck. Killing him slowly. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Claudia doesn't exactly have a ton of money, and, and she agreed that she would pay $4,000 to the hitman to whack her husband. The problem is she didn't have $4,000. It's a pandemic. A lot of people lost money. So she asked if she could pay in installments. She offered $100 a week for 40 weeks. Oh, my God. (laughs) What the fuck? Come on. So as it turns out, and as I'm sure you all suspected, the hitman was actually an undercover cop. He asked for a $100 deposit, and that was good enough to lay charges for criminal solicitation to commit homicide. So my next question is, When you inevitably have to phone your husband that you just tried to have killed because you're in jail and need to be bailed out, do you tell him why you're in jail (laughs) or do you make something up? Wow. Oh, uh, yeah, I I was shoplifting. Come and bail me out. You don't fucking tell him, hey, I just tried to have you whacked and it turns out it was an undercover cop. Can you come bail me out? And now I need a ride home. (laughs) Seriously. The fuck? Uh, this is a great one too. It is a travel site that asks people a very simple question. Once travel starts happening again, where do you want to go? What's your bucket list? What's the must stop spot? They broke it down a couple of different ways, but if people are going uh, out in uh, America, the number one destination they want to go to is the Grand Canyon. Mm, Well, yeah, I mean, Vegas Right there. I mean, I would say Vegas first, so I'd be in that area. The Grand Canyon, Niagara Falls was number two. Oh, very good. Followed by the Statue of Liberty and then the Las Vegas Strip. Yes. Mm, okay, I think for me, I got to go bigger. I, I mean, uh, the international destination that people want to go to, number one is the Eiffel Tower. Right. Number two is the Colosseum in Rome. Mm-hmm. Although for international destinations... Rome was number one, followed by Paris, London, Venice, and Sydney, Australia. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's all well and good. I mean, for me, the first time I can travel, it seems like a weird thing to just go to a big hole in the ground. Yeah, uh, it is. (laughs) It is a weird thing. And it is beautiful. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's breathtaking and it's lovely. And I've been there. I did one of those helicopter dealios. So they drop you off in the middle of a canyon. You have lunch there and champagne. And then they scoop you back up again, and then you fly out. So I did that, and it was love. I mean, it really is. It's beautiful. But, I mean, personally, I wouldn't bust there from Vegas if I were you. If I were you and you're thinking about doing it. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 beautiful. It's rock. It's exactly what you'd expect. It's a canyon. It's a giant hole. You're not wrong. It's a bunch of uh, several giant holes in the ground, but it is uh, very, very pretty. Niagara Falls was one of them. I just assume that anybody who wants to see Niagara Falls that lives in North America, anyone who wants to see it has been there at this point. But uh, maybe there's people out there who haven't. Mm -hmm. Speaking of uh, Niagara Falls, when you were talking about Trudeau is probably a bad drunk. He probably does dumb shit when he's been drinking. (laughs) That was the first thing that came to mind. Like, hey, Joe, if you send us some more vaccines, you guys can have Niagara Falls or something (laughs) like that. You can have, never mind. They do right now. So I don't know if I talked about this in the podcast or not, but I went to, I went for a walk in Niagara Falls 
because I, I brought the whole family to Niagara Falls just to go for a walk, basically. No, just to like walk the strip, see the falls, whatever. This was like a few weeks ago. And I was laughing, but it is, you know, that way that you're like, ha, that's funny, but I fucking hate my life. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean. So I'm, I'm at the, I'm at our falls, right? Beautiful. Actually across from, from the American falls at this, in this particular moment. And I'm like, oh, the boats, the boats are operating. That seems weird under this restriction. And they were most definitely the made of the mist Ontario boats. You know, I'm pretty sure they're using our fucking boats, Scott. What? So their boat, the boats were rammed with people on the other side. And I'm watching the other side here in the States as all of them with their stupid fucking rain ponchos are all like smiling and laughing and taking photos, hopping on these boats, ramming these boats. Just they're flooded with people moving into the mist. They're, I'm pretty sure some of them are our fucking boats because why not let people borrow them if you're going to make money off of it as made of the mist? Why not? They're going up and down the falls in our fucking boats, I think. Well, that's bullshit. What uh, if we get attacked? Uh, uh, that's the, the crown jewel of the Canadian <laughs> Navy. What if we get attacked? Where are we going to go with those fucking boats? Into that's, the, die into the falls? From now on, it is the Royal Canadian <laughs> made of the mist. It's funny, though, because that's the first thought I had was like, you bricks. And I'm watching them. And my kid brought binoculars. She was all excited because I bought her binoculars a while ago. So I'm looking in the binoculars, all these people like smiling and laughing. And she's like, how do I get onto one of those boats, mommy? I'm like, fuck, you can't, kid. You can't. Well, we had a boat until America stole it. (laughs) And again, I don't blame the people who, if that's the case, because I'm just saying that because I didn't see any boats on our side, but all the boats were on their side. And I'm pretty sure that those were our boats. But why not if you're going to make some money off of it and we weren't allowed to use them? What about that thing at uh, Ontario Place with the Christmas lights on it? That boat. Could we use that for anything? Is that even uh, floatable at this point? I have no idea. Let's end things off with a couple of good news stories here. I know you love these. So here we go. Vancouver. Last Thursday, fire breaks out in an apartment building. There was an elderly lady a little bit higher up. She had mobility issues. Elevators not working because there's a fire. Her neighbors went and got her out of the apartment and carried her down 15 flights of stairs. Wow. 15 flights of stairs. Wow. Amazing, right? Thank goodness for people like that. That's great to hear. A 63-year-old guy in North Carolina, sorry, North Dakota, just skipped his niece's wedding. He said, you know what? I don't really want to go and watch her get married. Fuck that. I'm going to Vegas. So this was a bit of family drama. Like, can you believe Uncle Fucker didn't come to such and such as wedding? Mm-hmm. He actually made the right choice. He entered a poker tournament when he was there in Vegas and won $368,000. 368K. Did his wedding gift get get a little bit better then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut up. Here's a thousand bucks and fuck off. <laughs> Uh, And this is sad, but happy at the same time. Uh, A woman thrown from her car in Michigan late last week because some asshole was running from the cops and T-boned her and crashed right into her. So this girl not only got thrown from the car, the car rolled on top of her. The cops abandoned the chase when they saw this accident take place and lifted the car off of her. Paramedics say, had it not been for the incredible 
strength and courage of those police officers, she wouldn't have made it. But she did live, and she's going to make a recovery. Wow. I'd love to think that it's true that when you got to step up, you will be able to step up. Like, normal people can't lift a car, but when the adrenaline goes through yes, you, you I've, can do things like that. Uh, yes, I've heard of And you know what? That That is pretty amazing. There's got to be something to that for sure. Last but certainly not least, Justin Bieber showed up at the UFC fight on Saturday night, and he was not alone. He has got an entourage now. And it used to be you could see anyone from, oh, I don't know, Usher to Floyd Mayweather Jr. walking around with Usher when he goes into places. Nope. This time it was Austin Matthews and Freddie Anderson. Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny because I saw that. I saw one uh, TMZ video, if you will, and... That that kind of thing, and you could tell the the paparazzi that was outside of this uh, UFC fight obviously was very drawn to Justin Bieber, who wouldn't be, and just gave no time of the day to the other guys. And I'm thinking, if this happened in Canada, if you rolled up to you know anywhere with those two, it would have been an equal like, let's talk to all of you right now. But they just didn't give a fuck. They probably had no idea who no idea. Austin Matthews even was. No idea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, greatest hockey player in modern history. I mean, probably the best since Crosby. Oh, look at that hot take, eh? You know what? If you disagree, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear your bullshit with your fuck you. What about Nathan McKinnon? I don't give a shit. I don't want to hear about Connor McDavid. Just for argument's sake, let's say Austin Matthews is one of the best in modern history. They didn't even care. It's like they just thought he was just some asshole rolling around with Justin, like a security guard or something. Yeah, didn't give a shit. They were all wearing his Drew label, too. Apparently, he left after, right after the beginning. I don't know if that's true or not, but apparently, like, he went, saw the beginning of it, and then they left. So I'm not sure if that was some kind of a, hey, I, I get to come, but I, we're all wearing Drew shit, because all of them were, and then we get, we'll leave. Okay. I'm not sure. How, I wonder how close they are. Like, Matthews and Bieber met because Bieber reached out and invited Matthews to come and play some shinny. So him and Morgan Riley and uh, Mitch Marner. Marner, Marner. They all went down and uh, Bieber had booked out an arena and they just played some shinny. That's fucking cool. And they became friends after that. Now they're hanging out together. I wonder what a weekend is like for Austin Matthews, Freddie Anderson, and Justin Bieber. Are they all staying at, like, an Airbnb or how does it work? (laughs) They're staying, yeah, they're staying somewhere nice. You don't need to worry about where they're staying. I guarantee you it's lovely. (laughs) And what is Haley doing? Is she like, uh, Austin, I'm glad that you and Justin are having so much fun together, but I'd like my husband back. Can you just go away for a little while so we can have some time? Because it seems like Justin and Austin are boys. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, and you know what? They do seem similar. Like when you... They seem very similar to me anyway. I know I don't know them personally, but based on what I see, they just, I I could tell they get along. They're both like Canadian guys. They kind of speak similarly if you hear them talk. (laughs) I bet you like conversations with them were like, they're probably pretty funny. Yeah, I bet it is too. And I'll bet you whatever goes on when there's no cameras around, when there's no paparazzi, when it's just them hanging out, especially like when the leaf season was over, Matthews and Anderson got down to the States. They were like, okay, fuck, this is freedom again, finally. I'll bet you they let it rip. I'll bet you that that first party was fucking sloppy. It had to have been, especially if Bieber is hosting it. Just want to know who else was there. Oh, I'd love to ask questions. Okay, guys, we're going to wrap it up for today. Thank you for listening to this edition of After 9. 
four more episodes to go this week. And uh, if you're eligible for your second shot, book it. Do the right thing. Get your shot. Anything else? I think that's about that. Have a great day, everybody. A lobster diver in Cape Cod is okay after being swallowed and then spit out by a humpback whale. Yeah, the good news is he's okay. The bad news is he's being sued for copyright infringement by the Bible. Well, listen to this. I just saw that Netflix just launched an online store that sells show-branded merchandise. But this is annoying. If an item sits in your cart for too long, a message pops up and says, are you still shopping? Billionaires, and I'm talking about the top of the top, don't pay any taxes. And this is the kind of stuff that really pisses people off. Jeff Bezos this morning was walking down his driveway and he found out somebody keyed his rocket. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. (laughs) And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.